today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. All right, very, very quietly, uh, Stephen Harper has walked off into the sunset. Uh, or at least into the afternoon sunshine. Uh, former Prime Minister Stephen Harper resigned today. He is taking on a new role as consultant on international issues. To talk more about all of this, Nelson Wiseman is with us, Professor of Political Science at the University of Toronto, and he is with us now. Hello, Nelson. How are you today? I'm fine, thank you. Thanks for taking the time to join us. How do you think Stephen Harper is going to be remembered as Prime Minister? That depends who's doing the remembering. <laughs> all right, let's tackle both sides. Well, uh, those who uh, rejected the government uh, uh, don't have positive images of what he did. Uh, in fact, there was a lot of animosity toward him. He'll be remembered, on, mind you, on both sides as being a fairly controlling figure, a very smart figure. Um, on the conservative side, people will remember him and be grateful to him for having united the right. That was, I think, his major accomplishment. Uh, good point. Uh, it was uh, very much severed as he took control. What did he do to bring them together? Uh, what did he do? I think it was more, uh, you know, that's a good question. I'm not sure it was so much from his side. I think it was more Peter McKay undoing the old Conservative Party and it becoming apparent to um well, maybe maybe he promised McKay uh, uh, certain things. I mean, McKay did become a senior minister. Uh, he also promised that in the new party, rather than uh, there being equality among members, there would be equality among constituencies, and that was very important for the old PC Progressive Conservative Party. And what I mean by that is under the Reform Party and the Canadian Alliance, which Harper took over, um, when you had a convention to decide anything, um, you had every member had a vote, and all those votes were equal. Under the system they've adopted, no, not everyone's vote is equal because everyone gets to vote, but every constituency has the same number of votes or points. So that means a constituency with five members has just as much influence as a constituency with 500 members. Because at a convention, let's say each only has five votes, so that's that's a difference, and that seemed to be something that the old Conservative Party or McKay was very determined to get, and probably because he comes from Atlantic Canada, which is the smallest you know part mm-hmm. of Canada, which has only about six percent of the Canadian population. Uh, remembering back, not the last election, but the one prior to that, when he he won handedly, uh, it was about the economy, about his fiscal responsibility, um, and I guess security as well, with the fear factor and such. What changed? Well, uh, um, okay, you know, I'm a contrarian, so let's look about why he won. I'm not sure it was so much on their policies, although, although, by reducing the GST, uh, people liked that. Although it was main, uh, I think the main uh, reduction was after they had their minority, but they didn't win a minority the second time. I think the reason they uh, were successful in 2008, which is or 2011 when they got their majority, is because they were the most effective in discrediting the Liberal Party and Michael Ignatieff. Mm. You know, they painted yeah. him as somebody that was just visiting. Yeah, they were in shambles at that point. And as it turns out, Ignatieff was just visiting. Hmm. You know, he's now uh, lives in Budapest and is president of a university there. 
and even before that he he decamped and went back to Harvard. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's a, a thing the conservatives did that was very effective, and they did it by entering the era, introducing us to the era of the permanent election campaign. We'd been moving in that direction anyways, so that whenever anybody spoke in the House, a conservative, they spent all their time attacking the opposition parties rather than doing what governments normally do, which is to outline their own policies and defend them, defend their spending. And the conservatives also had the most sophisticated um, voter data apparatus, if I can use that term, in terms of what, uh, you know, they they were the best at slicing and dicing psychographic and demographic data so that they had the best handle on uh, who would vote for whom. And they they exploited that, and they did it effectively. It didn't work as well in this last election, partly because after a while, a number of people just want to change. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.